0: Hey everyone, it's VM Campos, Comic Book Fan! Welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. This is the series where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on New Comic Book Day. Well everyone, it's the end of the month. It's the last New Comic Book Day of the month, so that means it's time to talk about all of the comic books that I pre-ordered and picked up at the end of the month. Head on over to YouTube.com to actually see the comics I'm talking about and enter the contest. No purchase necessary. Or listen to the podcast and then see the video. Your choice. Let's talk about comics. Starting off with Marvel Comics. I picked up the latest issues of Spider-Man... This is the Chameleon Conspiracy. No, this is not my camera out of focus. It is the, 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 f- the logo of the event out of focus. So the Chameleon Conspiracy. Now, I have part one, number 67, and I have part three, number 69, and that's not nice because apparently my shop didn't get me 68. So I'm missing a part right there. What's also interesting is that my copy of 69 is very badly printed. Number one, on the front cover, they're cutting off less than a, maybe what less than a centimeter off of the top, okay? And they're showing a lot of the bottom, the actual white pages. And then if you see on the inside of the book, it continues that way, that the top is cut off and there's too much on the bottom. And then in a few places, it even shows the printer registration, not the printer registration marks, The the printer color guides, the CMYK colors, so weird and actually at some place over here also sorry if i'm spoiling it but another place over here there's pages that were not properly cut and they're stuck together here we go so between these pages this is not properly trimmed these pages are stuck together that's the conspiracy right here never mind about the chameleon we have a totally messed up copy of the amazing spider-man number 69 if i send it to cgc how how will it come back to me And also then the epilogue of it all, the Chameleon Conspiracy giant-sized one-shot at the very end. So I'm reading Spider-Man on the Reg, and here's the recent issues of his that I got. I picked up the Black Cat Annual from the latest volume. What are we at? Uh, Volume 2 of the reboot, but like maybe volume 3 or 4 overall. Anyway, this is uh, issue number 1, regular cover. We've also got Infinite Fury backup story going on behind the scenes. There were a couple of variant covers. I love the interior art. Here this is like a very cute cartoony style that I that I enjoy. It's very luminous colors and just interesting page layouts and everything. Um, so very uh, enjoyable. So far here can't wait to to read it. Black Cat Annual Number 1. I picked up Peach Momoko's Demon Days Mariko Number 1. Uh, This is Peach Momoko's latest entry, doing the full story and interiors. This is amazing! I can't believe how good this is. I love Momoko's covers, but then these interiors... No more spoilers! These interiors are also amazing, and the story is very cool. I picked up the variant cover, the Stan Sakai variant cover, and this is very meta. Recently, Stan Sakai over at Usagi Yojimbo published Wanderer's Road, which are reprints of classic Usagi stories, and Peach Momoko did the covers, and they were amazing. Here we have the story flipped, where it's Momoko doing interiors, and then they got Stan Sakai to do a cover. And Stan Sakai, in the grand scheme of it all, does not do a lot of variant covers for other people. He's busy doing his own work, his own Usagi Ujimbo comic that's been around for 35 years. So this is a real cool treat. Demon Days, Mariko number 1. Did you read the Heroes Reborn story? Um, To be honest, I really wasn't, but I kind of liked the idea of alternate timelines and mashups of classic characters and so forth. And here we have a mashup upon a mashup. We've got Gwen Stacy, Spider Gwen, but it's the Heroes Reborn, Night Gwen variant. Interior art, I'm not loving it. It works great, but, you you know, it's better than anything that I can do, but I'm not fully loving it. I don't, it just... I kind of liked uh, Rico Renzi's art better and all of that, but um, I got it mostly for the Dave Nakayama cover. I always like DNA's work. It's a very cool action pack cover for Night Gwen number one. Picked up Captain America, actually, the United States of Captain America. This is the regular cover. This is the Alex Ross wraparound cover. Isn't that amazing? With the various Captain Americas. Not sure if this is the first appearance of the new Captain America character. Uh, Aaron Fisher, I believe. Last name Fisher. Uh, I forget the first name. But this is a a brand new LGBTQIA plus character. He is a... They are a homeless teenager. And they take on the mantle of Captain America. It's the Captain America of the railways. There's a really cool shot right there. When they're dressed up as Cap. So this is a limited series, I believe, and it's uh, the, the theory of Captain America and how we all can have a little bit of him in us, because it's true, we all want to strive to the ideals of what Captain America is, as well as the United States of America, celebrating 80 years. I'm reading Strange Academy on the reg. Here's a new plot line. We've got Scotty Young and Umberto Ramos. I love Ramos's art on this, this, this great... It's great cartoony style. Oh, no, Toth, what happened to you? So Toth is this um, crystalline entity from Weird World, issue 11 of the series. Who shattered Toth? I'm on board with the continuing uh, stories of these youngsters learning magic. All good things must come to an end. And here we have the final, in quotes, issue of Venom number 200. Well, Legacy number 200 by some creative math. issue 35 of the current Donny Cates run. I got the Jock variant cover, isn't this amazing? Look at how the entity, the symbiote is just flying around all over the place. It's a bit of an anthology, it's got various plots, various characters, various artists, just a whole bunch of good Venom stuff, if you love Venom. Um, I was there from the beginning, Amazing Spider-Man number two ninety nine and 300, yes I still got those in my collection, and here is the latest of Venom. Um, they did the same thing that they did relatively recently in that they showed the all of the covers of every Venom series. Um, so, or standalone series, I guess. I feel they did this very recently, but time has no meaning nowadays. so It must have already been like two years ago when I saw something like this. And this is the Jock variant cover of the last issue of Venom. Latest issue of Star Wars High Republic. I'm reading this one, enjoying it. Uh story still progressing from the plot that was introduced on the first issues and so forth. Kind of a little bit more darker than I would have thought it was. Uh, new characters to enjoy. This is happening before the Skywalker Saga timeline. It's the latest multimedia endeavor into the Star Wars universe. Speaking of which, here is the regular series Star Wars. We've got the War of the Bounty Hunters storyline going on in the current Volume 2, actually, I guess technically 3. Marvel had it back in the 70s and got it back in the 2020s, uh, 2019s, whatever, 2018s. Uh, it's been a little while. Actually, 2015 or something. And this is the uh, War of the Bounty Hunters storyline. Uh, I must say that I'm kind of overwhelmed with so many of the War of the Bounty Hunters issues you need to get in order to get the full plot. So, spoiler alert, I'm not going to get the full War of the Bounty Hunters stories but i'm reading the regular series picked up a back issue right here gwenham versus carnage i have issues one and two i enjoyed them a lot i wasn't able to get uh, issue number three when it first debuted several months ago last year i love this interior art it's so cool it is so mannered so stylized so cool mary jane has become carnage spoiler alert and um gwen stacy has to battle her so no spoilers i haven't read it yet but uh, picked up issue number three of three. I picked up a bunch of the variant covers of the Hellfire gala uh, that's going on. How do you say it Gala, Gala? How do you like to say? It? I say gala. And so it's all of these design covers. I'm not sure if I've gotten every single one of them and I think more are coming. but and I don't think they form any sort of like panorama or anything, but here is fascinating interpretations of the various X outfits. Uh, of all of these various characters, here's Jubilee, Gambit, uh, who else? Polaris over here, uh, Northstar, the first gay Marvel superhero, and just uh, a lot of really cool, there's Sebastian Shaw, Iceman, whoa, so really cool, high fashion Outfits. I'm not reading any of these stories on the reg, but I wanted these covers, probably crack them open and read what's going on and be totally lost, but I got them for the amazing covers and fashion. Happy Pride Month, the last day of Pride as of this video, but I picked up Marvel Voices Pride number one, the Jeffrey Vereghe cover featuring North Star. As I just mentioned, the first openly gay superhero in the Marvel Universe. He came out back on an issue of uh, Alpha Flight in the 90s. I've got that issue as well as the rare second print. I have to check if I've got the newsstand and direct edition. Gotta get them all. So this is really cool because it's got just a variety of stories. It's got a mini bit of uh, LGBTQIA history in the Marvel Universe. That's uh, not exactly how it happened uh, on that issue. But uh, then it's got a variety of stories and creators with art that it ranges from great to amazing and the stories to match as well. So just a bunch of characters. I love anthology stories. You get your bang for your buck. Oh, there it is. That's the famous uh, Alpha Flight cover right there. And then in sort of like the prehistory of Marvel with Rawhide Kid and such, um, there's always been LGBTQIA plus people, but maybe you just never noticed or maybe never came out of the closet or never... Really thought about it and such, but but we're here and uh, and the world is a big, beautiful place. So love everyone. Um, I also picked up these other Pride variants, the Doctor Afra series. I was reading the first few issues, kind of fell off of it, maybe just budget reasons. But then I picked up the Sana Staros variant uh, Pride version. She was she was married to Han Solo for a little while, as the story goes. And then the War of the Bounty Hunters, Babs Tar Pride variant. I love Bab Tar's work. Babs Tar's work. Uh, a lot of consonants there to say. And it's the War of the Bounty Hunters. And like I said, I'm not I'm not getting the, the full War of the Bounty Hunters, but I love the art on this. It's sort of like a watercolor sort of style. Very cool range of colors. Look at these purple tones throughout, and just uh cool panel layout and do not mess with Boba Fett right there. So, these are the three Pride books that I got from Marvel. Moving over to the Distinguished Competition, I picked up the uh, first issue of Static Season 1. So, this this Volume 2, I guess. Milestone Returns. The Milestoneiverse Returns. It was a series of comics back in the 90s from... Uh, black creators and it really gave a a voice uh, back in the 90s and i'm glad that it's come back more relevant than ever with these classic characters that are coming back everyone's coming back hardware icon rocket static i think blood syndicate are they coming back too but anyway here's issue number one um there was a prelude milestone zero was it It was a cool intro, and then here's the the first issue. I kind of wanted the other, the variant cover. I thought I ordered the variant cover, the cardstock cover. I got the regular cover, which uh, is fine. But I wanted the other cover, and can't wait to read this. Marvel isn't the only uh, comic company with youngsters attending a school to learn about their superpowers. DC's got their own Teen Titans Academy. Strange Academy, Teen Titans Academy. Uh, Parallel thinking, you know how it goes. And so this is um, kind of an annual, sort of, it's a yearbook sort of thing. It's school-related, you know. So I haven't fully looked through this completely. Stitch is, is the new character. It's a riff on, uh, they are a riff on Ragman. Uh, I believe they're non-binary. And um, the whole mystery of Red X is going on. Raven and Beast Boy are a thing. And just a bunch of interesting new cool characters to enjoy in the new Teen Titans Academy book. What's old is new, is new is old. Batman The Adventures Continue, Season 2. So, Batman the Animated Series in the 90s was seminal, was amazing, changed the course of animation. They brought back new stories in Season 1. I picked up a couple of issues of that. We've got Ty Templeton working on on this series, and he was working on uh, a Batman series way back in the 90s, so... Again, nostalgia is a heck of a thing. What's interesting is that I sort of noticed that the only credit, unless I'm going blind, I didn't see it anywhere in the book. The only place I see credits is on the title here. I didn't see their credits anywhere in the book, and I swear that I looked everywhere, even in the indicia with a magnifying glass. So the credits, Burnett, I think that's Alan Burnett, Paul Dini, Ty Templeton, and Kubina. This is a Rosmo variant cover. Uh, No, it's the regular cover and Rosmo is doing the art uh, on a different uh, DC title at the moment Interior Arts by Templeton Uh, but uh, it doesn't have the full credits so that's what I'm guessing we have here Ruby uh, versus Justice League I ordered this a while ago and I finally got it I don't know anything about Ruby, I don't care anything about Ruby but I got this because of the Mirka and Dolfo cover I love Mirka and Dolfo's art Interior art is not Mirka Andolfo, although it is good, it's enjoyable, it's this cartoony style that I like. Way too many ads. Um, yeah, every every page is an ad here, isn't it? And um, I don't know what this is about. I want to read it. I got it for the Andolfo cover. Did you read Ruby v. Justice League? Tell me if you liked it or not in the comments. Do you play Ruby? I'm reading... Um, DC Future State Gotham. Here's issue number two with the Derek Chu cardstock cover. Very cool. Action packed. Uh, this is in black and white, which is always cool to see. You never see that on a mainstream comic. Oh, they're trying different things from the from the big two. You don't what I'm saying is you don't see a lot of black and white comics from the big two. Uh, there's plenty of black and white comics on other publishers. And there's even the gimmicks about uh carnage the carnage comic that's black white and red there's the superman comic with things being red white and blue and variations of stuff but i'm reading this one and i love that cover now it's time to celebrate green arrows or one of the green arrows's um anniversary so this is the 80th anniversary 100 page special look at the jen Bartel variant to be honest i don't love it um I picked it from the Previews World catalog, but it didn't have the art, and it's still not on the website about what the Jen Bartel art was going to be, and I usually love her work. It's 10,000 times better than what I can do, but I kind of don't love it. I would have gotten one of the other ones from the other decades, but que sera sera. And uh, interior art is amazing, variety of stories, anthologies are cool, so pick this one up to compliment the Wonder Woman one, the Robin one, I miss the Joker one. But I got a lot of all of the other ones. So, happy birthday, Green Arrow. Speaking of Superman, Red and Blue, what is this cover? When I saw it on Previews World, I was floored. I'm like, this is psychedelic. This is incredibly weird. This is something that I wouldn't see on the big two publishers. I had to have it. I'm not reading the... the the actual comic, but the gimmick is that it's in limited color palettes with a variety of Superman stories. But I picked this one up because of this cover, with David Cho cover, that is one of the most creative, weirdest covers that I've ever seen. You might hate it if you're more into the realism of things. I like a variety of types of comics. I love this cover. Speaking of covers that I love, I love this Martin Simmons cover who's working... Over at Image Comics with the Department of Truth, he did a variant cover for The Nice House on the Left. This is one of these books that everyone loved and wanted to get their hands on. Uh, It was sold out everywhere and such, but I pre-ordered it. And I got also the variant cover. So it's a horror comic over at DC Black Label. Very cool interior art, very creative cinematic visuals. Can't wait to read it. I got my copy of The Nice House on the Lake. DC also did some Pride books. So here I picked up DC's Pride. So it's similar to the Marvel one where it's in a where it's an anthology with a variety of creators and stories. I got the Harley Quinn um, Poison Ivy variant cover, taking a quick browse, different art styles and stories. It's amazing. I love anthology series i totally supporting these Pride books. Can't wait to read this. Extra long length. And this is a Jen Bartel cover that I enjoyed way more than that uh, uh, Green Arrow one. Picked up the Wonder Woman Pride variant. Look at this. This is amazing. Look at these cover. Look at these colors. The swirling all around it. Her amazing expression. I'm not reading uh, Wonder Woman on the reg but I had to have this cover, and this is issue number 773 do not know what's going on this is part 4, I'm totally out of my element but interiors look amazing amazing art, panel layout, characters, expressions, and so forth as per a premier DC title and this is an amazing cover another amazing cover here, another pride cover another uh, Poison Ivy Harley Quinn this is the regular Harley Quinn current series which I believe is volume 4 This is uh, interior art by Rosmo, which I love. It's a very weird, gangly, mannered style. Very different from the Amanda Connor style we might be used to in the recent years. And as I was reading the last issue, it reminded me, this is a very creatively designed book. There are shifts in time. Um like between here and here within one panel. This is all like the theory of comics from Scott McCloud sort of academic thing that I'm trying to say. That within one panel, there's a progression of time, sitting, standing, hugging. All of this might have been divided up into individual panels on a lesser comic. I have a really good appreciation of uh, the, the creators of this. It's just a very interesting, visually compelling um Harley Quinn series, and the, um, the, the the plot is also pretty cool. So uh, I'm reading this new Harley Quinn cover on the reg. Got the Cardstock Pride variant. The usual Cardstock variants are by Derek Chu, which I love, and I'm picking those up. And lastly, I got here Crush and Lobo number one, Pride edition. This is one of eight. I love Lobo. The first comics that I read were Spider-Man comics, and after several years, I. I think I also read Darkhawk comics and went over to Spawn for a while. Kind of gave up comics around 1992, 93, until I went to San Diego Comic Con in 1993 and got my free copy of the Lobo Convention Special, where the main man comes to San Diego Comic Con and thrashes it. Really, really funny comic. Then I fell in love with Lobo, started to read Lobo passionately, got back, got his previous miniseries, on American Gladiators, Infanticide. Uh, contract on God, etc. Even got his first appearance on Omega Man number three. I was on board with the uh, Pretty Boy New Fifty Two revamp. It was it was cool. It was different. Whatever. And um, then I was on board with Crush, the daughter of Lobo, making an appearance in the uh, most recent Teen Titans. And now here we have a brand new standalone miniseries, Crush and Lobo. Uh, the ad isn't here, but when they were advertising, it was it said like daughter, like father, like hell, and I love that. Um, ad. So, very cool interior art. Can't wait to see what's going on here. And uh, so Crush and Lobo, do not mess with them. Moving over to Image Comics, did you pick up your copy of Spawn's Universe, the brand new uh, spin-off series uh, with uh, the Todd Fathers creations? This is an extra big Number one, there's a million variant covers. I got the J. Scott Campbell cover with Gunslinger Spawn. And, oh, that's pretty violent right there. No, don't hurt it. And, um, yep, so a brand new direction uh, in the Spawn universe. And uh, here's issue number one with a variety of new Spawns coming soon. This is the ground floor in Spawn's universe, number one. Alright, this one's pretty interesting. Ant, number 12. Uh, All-new Eric Larson Blockbuster. Now, this is a character that was an independent creation that then went over to Image Comics. In the back of the book, Eric Larson explains um, the impetus of uh, this current issue, which actually is wrapping up the plot that started like 10 years ago, Um, there was issue 11 that was published, and then 12 was getting ready to be published, and it never got published, and if you read Larson's story here, it's factual, but it doesn't portray the original creator in a very good light, Mike Gully, the creator of this character. Read it for yourself. Uh, basically Mike Gully uh, never completed the issues and he lost stuff on his old hard drive and fell out with his old partner. Eric Larson jumped in. I'll complete it. I'm going to buy the character off of you. Very interesting. And uh, that there wasn't a big plan, that the character kind of meandered and so forth and kind of fell off the face of the earth. So Larson is completing the original plot up to issue... Uh, up to issue uh, 12 over here, so that he can start a brand new issue number one coming soon. So, that's really interesting. And uh, that's the Larson cover, and here is the the Gully cover, the original creator. Um, So, this is just a fascinating piece of comic book history. Uh, Boy creates comic book. Boy doesn't finish uh, comic book. And another boy buys the comic book and finishes it and then uh, starts it all over again. You know, the tale is all this time. So, Ant number 12, both variants, both covers. I got a whole mess of Walking Dead comics. If you don't know by now, they are republishing The Walking Dead from the beginning in full color, which uh, might not, probably not, supposedly not, will ever be uh, collected in... Uh, in compendiums and such. If you want these, if you want to relive them again in, in glorious, gory color, you're going to have to get the floppies. They will not be reprinted. There's a bunch of variant covers. I kind of like that they're showing the original Tony Moore covers in the beginning. Michonne is coming. And uh, yeah, color. So got uh, the latest ones, 16 and 17. That's an amazing cover. Love that. And then the original Tony Moore cover, Rick, will not be messed with So, if you never read these, they're being published again right now. Brand new uh, color stories, Michonne is coming in issue 19, I've pre-ordered two copies. I'm gonna get the the Liefeld variant cover, Uh, so yeah, The Walking Dead. Reprints, okay, uh, I thought it wasn't gonna be reprinted, but I guess second printings don't count? Because they're doing second printings of the issues. I. On a previous haul I showed those other ones, and here I picked up seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven and twelve second printings with different variant covers. All of the characters are zombified. There was Rick and Carl, uh, Coral and Lori and Shane and everyone on the previous ones, and this is a this is uh, reprinting the reprints of uh, of uh, The Walking Dead Deluxe. So there's loopholes in there that exist, but uh, I guess they're gonna do second prints of those, just in case you missed it. Now there's the black and white uh, incentive covers, which are the the valuable ones, but I wanted to get second printings, variant covers, and I'm getting the regular series as well. Are you reading Silver Coin? I am. This is issue number three. This is a very cool anthology series where there's like a different creative team on every issue. It's basically this uh, cursed coin that does, that makes people do bad things and bad things happen all around them. So very cool art, uh, cool changes in direction and so forth. Horror comics are always fun. And here's the latest issue from Image. I picked up the first issue of Time Before Time, and then I loved it, and I ordered the whole thing. This is basically time travel shenanigans in the future. The crime syndicate can send you back to a different point in time for the right price and such. The main character uh, was going to run away with his uh, either boyfriend or husband or whatever. They were going to run away together into the past. Something happened. He wasn't able to... uh, The husband wasn't able to join him. Yeah, some other shenanigans happened, the time machine got stolen, etc. No spoilers. This uh, limited series, I've been enjoying it a lot uh, with Issue 1 and 2 so far. Definitely pick it up, time before time. Another one that I'm loving so much is The Department of Truth. Is the latest issue, number 10. These regular covers by Simmons are amazing. They're just so scary and evocative. These covers are just tremendous. Interior art by Simmons is also amazing. So evocative, stylized, just amazing interiors. I haven't seen through the inside of this one yet. Didn't know that there was a sort of cool journal going on. And yeah, no spoilers on that. This is amazing. There's a bunch of variant covers. I will get any cover. Uh, out there, but I prefer cover A because I just love Simmons' work. It's like the X-Files is back better than ever. In comic book form. And let's wrap up the haul with another comic book that I am loving. This one's a limited series, Stray Dogs. It's basically Don Bluth meets the Silence of the Lambs. Cute uh, art uh, from Trish Fortzner. Uh, depicting really well-drawn, really cute dogs that can talk to each other. The humans can't hear them, but they can talk to each other. And this dog got adopted into a new family. She has to get used to a whole new family of dogs. But what's the dark side of it all? It might be that the owner is actually a serial killer. And all of these dogs are completely oblivious. And possibly all of these dogs that live in this one house might have lived with the victims of the possible serial killer no spoilers although it is already on issue number five this is issue number one third printing I've been loving these horror homage covers obviously you know what cover this is this is the famous scream movie poster And there's a bunch of movie posters as variant covers as subsequent printings that are amazing regular covers are also amazing so I got issue one third printing I've got first printing second printing third printing I'm trying to see if I can get the other horror covers the latest one issue number 5 has this amazing Friday the 13th part 1 variant cover that i want i was able to get the regular issue number 5 which i'm appreciative of but i kind of wanted the horror one a little bit more i'm going to see if i can still get it at a reasonable price but this series is blowing up it's amazing no spoilers at all limited issues 5 series this is at the end of it here no spoilers check it out on your own and that was my comic haul for June 2021. It was a long one. Lots of great comics to talk about. Lots of great comics came out. Some cool variants and the like. Did you watch the video version of the podcast? If you didn't, head over to youtube.com slash and watch it to find out how to enter the contest. No purchase necessary. Next week, we'll be back with our top 10 list. Because this has been the weekly VM Campos comic book club, and I'll see you next week.